Encore with Claire O'Brien, arts and entertainment for the Midlands. Amazing leash women launching this weekend and we have a competition for you and we have the programme for the Leash Leaves Festival. You're listening to Encore with me, Claire O'Brien, and every Thursday night between seven and eight, we bring you the songs, the stories, the practices, the processes and the people involved in arts, culture, heritage and craft across the Midlands. If you'd like to get in touch with the programme, encore at midlands103.com is the email address. And tonight's Lamb Brothers Midlands 103 text line is 083 30 10 103. Please do drop me a line. It would be great to hear from you. Tonight we'll be chatting to two phenomenal leash women who are coming out of lockdowns and um, coming out of lockdowns with terrific launches over the next couple of days. Tomorrow is the launch of Emer Dunn's new album. She'll have an event in Mount Melick and she'll be telling us all about it. And Port Leash-born writer Pauline Clooney is launching her novel tomorrow. It's called Charlotte and Arthur. And if you're a regular listener to the programme over the years, you will know that Charlotte Bronte, the author of Jane Eyre, spent her honeymoon in Ireland and some of it with Arthur Bell Nichols' family in Banagher. And they're very proud of the Banagher-Bronte connection there in County Offaly. Pauline is one of the contributors to the Leaves Literary Festival in County Leash from the 3rd to the 7th of November. And to celebrate the falling of the leaves again, because it is a full on programme and how wonderful it will be to be out at a real festival with real people. Dunamace Arts Centre are giving one listener a pair of tickets to Pauline's event on Sunday, the 7th of November at noon and Sunday brunch for two in Cafe Latte as well. So stay tuned if you would like to enjoy that. And as well as all of that, I will be chatting to Cleana Nian Luan, who is the guest curator of this year's Leaves Festival. And what a programme she has put together. Neve Boyce, Sarah Bohm, Bernard McLaverty is there, Philip O'Kelly, the short story writer, Elish Nigrivna, and Athlone's own Vona Gork are just some of the names, some of the people you can catch up with in the first big literary festival in the region in a number of years and how great it is to have it back. Before we take a little piece of music, just a couple of things that you might want to mark into your diary. Mullingar student players are bringing Sister Act to the stage at Mullingar Arts Centre from the 26th to the 30th of October. That is right slap bang in the middle of the midterm break. Tickets and details available on mullingarartscentre.ie. And of course, the Hullabaloo Children's Arts Festival is happening in Edenderry, in Clara and in Burr with one or two little bits and pieces of events happening in Tullamore also over the midterm break do get on to the Hullabaloo Festival website to find out about the details of those events some of them as we know are live and you can go along to them and many of them are also available online huge programme of events there as well Junk Couture is no stranger to Encore over the years. We've been talking to lots of people, young and old, who have been involved uh, in the Junk Couture project. Uh, many who have strutted the boards at national and regional finals with their recycled works turned into fabulous costumes. 
but it is getting the movie treatment and Waking the Muse is a documentary which will have its premiere in a Dublin cinema next week. It's on O'Connell Street's Savoy Cinema on the 28th of October and then the programme, the movie itself will be aired, the documentary, on the 30th of October which is Saturday week on RTE2 at five past four. And one of the contributors uh, whose story is followed in that documentary is from Athlone and is a former student of Our Lady's Bower there so worth having a little look at that and the nominations are in and the shortlist is ready for this year's On Post Irish Book Awards it came out this afternoon they're ready for your votes if you go along to the uh, On Post Book Awards website uh, you'll get all of the details in all of the different categories and how you can uh, make your voice heard and how you can vote for your particular favourites this year. We'll have more on that next week and the week after on the programme. And finally, uh, tickets are going on sale tomorrow for the Still Voices Film Festival, which is happening on Friday the 5th of November. And uh, you can catch all the details for that. It's happening in the Dean Crow Theatre. So the Dean Crow website is where you will get all the details. But one of the big events is a chat with Terence Davis the Davies the director and who was going to be attending and he will be uh, uh, there for a special screening of his own 1988 masterpiece Distant Voices and uh, it's sorry Distant Voices Still Lives which is where the festival gets its names from and the in-person event will be followed by a conversation between uh, Terence Davies and the film critic John Maguire so you get all the details about that on the Dean Crow website very shortly, I will be chatting to Cleana Ni Anloon about the Leaves Festival, which she is guest curating this year. But taking us to that is a little piece of music. And this is somebody I heard on the radio recently. And I said to myself, have to hear much, much more of this guy. And it is Colin Wilkinson on Encore on Midlands 103. <laughs> the unmistakable and fabulous voice of Colm Wilkinson. We're going to take a quick break here on Encore on Midlands 103. When we come back, I'll be chatting to Cleanna Nian Lewin about the Leaves Literary Festival in County Leash. Stay with us. Midlands 103. And indeed, A.M. Kelly's Roadhouse Cafe is one of the great music programmes. Absolutely fantastic. And you can tune into that every Friday night. Something that is celebrating its 14th year this year is the Leaves Festival of Writing and Music. And it's such a wonderful opportunity to have it back in real life, fully in real life again this year. Cleonani Anluin is the invited guest curator of Leaves 2021 and she's an arts and culture producer and editor with RTE. She joins me on the line and Cleona, you're very welcome to Encore this evening. Thank you very much, Claire. It's a pleasure to be here and thanks for the invitation. We will chat about the programme and the events itself in a moment, but I'm curious about how different it is to programme a radio show running order and programme an arts festival or a literary festival. Do you need a different set of skills for that? I suppose the um, the, the nature of it is that you're trying to attract um, audiences directly into somewhere when it's a festival, while on the radio people can hear it wherever they are. And that makes a big difference. So that you want to think that the people who are... Um, going to a festival there'll be something for them there um, that will that will draw them in because essentially it's a place of gathering it's celebrating artists but 
in in tandem with audiences enjoying that in a in a very direct and immediate way. Um, so it's that live experience in a different way to to a radio program, um, which you know we here we are talking um, you know uh, along the lines which something isn't doesn't happen in the same way as a festival, and especially for the last eighteen months or so, how we've all been making new ways and learning ways, new ways of doing things. And here we are now trying to come out of that and reinvent something that is new again mm. in the way of um, how to draw people out and um, tune into that desire for people to come together and to celebrate thinking and imagination and curiosity and fun and all our emotions, you know, in all sorts of ways, be it through storytelling or theatre or film or um, the conversations that you hear on the stage and then hopefully the conversations people can have um, at a reasonable distance but in a sociable way um, in downtown Portleash over the 3rd to the 7th of November at the various events. And you had yeah. a, a blank canvas for this and the opportunity to, to choose a theme what did you choose and why? Tell us. Yeah, well, I suppose that might come into into my experience as a programme maker because everything you programme, it is a construction. You have to think, how will I do this? Um, because there are so many things to choose from. So what I thought of Port Leash, I thought of where it is situated um, um, and who might be around, what sort of um, what sort of material could I use? And I have this idea that in some way, Maybe we often celebrate um, the centre of things, the capital, where things are, you know, the very best, the, the, the given, the, the, the given centre, what we take as the given. But actually, as we all know, in books, often it can be the other that is the subject of a book, you know, and actually for a writer to, to write at all, they have to go away from the centre. They can't be always jostling in the, in the middle of things. They have to go away and think about what they're going to write. So I had this notional thing of the excitement and the freshness of the edges and what sometimes can be overlooked. And going in that way, it, it helped me um, look at, at the array of books and authors that are out there. And in some way, when you're thinking of a theme, you bend it to suit. It's amazing how um, the the first event that will be on the festival will be, um, as it happens, it's a free event, um, but it is a virtual event, but it's a free-for-all that will be that's available um, from the Tuesday, from the first day of the festival. And it's Bernard McLaverty in conversation with Martina Devlin. So they are literally in the, on the edges of Port Leash. Um, so because Bernard McLaverty is in Glasgow and believe it or not, the person who's in conversation with him, Martina Devlin, is in the Czech Republic. So um, and uh, so they're, they're away from the centre of things, from the sense of the, um, the festival itself and we all know Bernard McLaverty is such a brilliant brilliant short story writer and he's been celebrated with his latest book of mm. short stories and he will talk to us all about that and again a lot of the material he's used over the years has been sort of um, again quiet work about individuals but he, what's interesting is he's used a faraway place from where he has done most of his writing which is in Scotland he uses Belfast and history and things like that so it's that sense of I suppose when I talk about the edges are being slightly removed, that there were, I'm playing with distances and geographies and the yeah. places of people um, and having fun with that. And I hope um, there's a loose link and a loose um, 
sort of compass for me to have been choosing things. Of and of course, when you're programming, you you want people to who who are going to entertain, and that's crucial, and who like to to be in front of audiences and all of that. And just to 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 say that the other. The other virtual event and the rest are all absolutely live. The other virtual event is Adrian Duncan and um, Vona Grok. Vona Grok, the poet, um, both Vona Grok and Adrian Duncan are from the Midlands, from um, Ballymatton, County Longford. And um, they they are talking about the visual in their work. And again, they're marvellous at like the minutiae of things and how then they make they make use of that and how they see things and although they're from the same home place they've actually never been in conversation together so that's one that's very extraordinary yeah yeah it is i mean that one agent duncan came to, to writing later but they're really looking forward to it um and uh formally um, talking together and I'm really looking forward to that too because one Vaughan is mainly poet and um, Adrian Duncan is both a visual artist and um, a non-fiction writer and a fiction writer so it's all in the mix there and uh, they're, they're, they're fascinated by being brought together as well so they're the two virtual events in that sense and um, they're, they're both available through the Dunhamay's Art Centre website um, as, as, um, as all the events are and there'll be, um, yeah, there's a Zoom link uh, for the um, for that conversation with Fona and Adrian and yourself. Exactly, exactly. There is. So if you go to the main what's on um, at the at the Donna Mays, um, on the Donna Mays website or pick up the beautiful brochure very shortly that's going to be around um, and you'll see all the details as to how to get things, um, how to how to get the links and then how to to buy the tickets for the walk-in events. Yeah, and, and Leaves Festival. Um, they're lovely bargains and all. Pardon? Yeah, leavesfestival.ie has the the website, leavesfestival.ie has all of the details and the programme and all of the, the links. Exactly. It's actually a lovely website and very, very yes. usable. Yes, no, that's great. And it, it, it is, it, it, there's, there's been loads of work because we really want to... Um, Get people in because because it's a festival for the people. You know, it's it's. And I got the wonderful invitation from um, Wernie Connell, the the long-standing arts officer in Leash, and I was delighted to 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 say yes to to program the event. And of course, Wernie is passionate about the arts and literature and music and that and all of those things. Then get um get shaped into something for leaves and uh, on an annual basis. And again, look out for the yellow brochure, the blue, yeah. the yellow and white. And it's um, it's 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 a lovely, lively looking looking program. And I'm sure that people will be entertained by all the different um, pieces in it. But timely, Claire, tonight as well. Yes. Um, earlier today were the Irish Book Awards nominations, That's the unpublished right. the yeah. annual book awards. And I'm delighted that a number of those who have now been shortlisted are primary um, um, events in the Leaf Festival as well. Um, Snowflakes, the novel by um, debut novelist Louise Nealon, who is from Kildare, yeah, um, is is actually been shortlisted as one of the newcomers of this year. So I'm delighted that she'll be on on the Saturday lunchtime, um, the sixth of November, with Selena Guinness. And Louise Nealon is going to have her writing colleague and dear friend um, Sheila Armstrong, who has a, a short story collection coming out February. Next, and they're going to be talking about the excitement, of course, of um, becoming writers and yeah. the support that's needed and all of that. But 
there, there, there's a wonderful freshness about Louise, Louise Nealon's book, and of course they're going to read from their from their books as well. Which is so and important. It's a marvelous yeah. coming of age book, actually. Um, yeah. It's there's there's a hugely serious element, in it, but it's very witty and very humorous and very observational about a girl who works who whose family have a dairy farm and she goes up to Trinity College and sees a whole other life, and she also sees now her family at a distance and um, all the, the difficulties and complications of, of that life they have and um, there's a, a very um, mature um, approach to mental health in it mm-hmm. um, very very good um, a great a great read but it will be lovely to hear Louise firsthand um, talking about that as well and Eilish McGuivna um, as well is nominated for the best Irish published book of the year and that is called Look It's a Woman Writer uh, with two yeah. exclamation marks in the title. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a very special event um, on the, the stage in the Donamays um, Arts Centre on Saturday night, the 6th of November, and that's at 7.30pm. And Ailish is going to be there, who edited and got 21 writers who were born from the 1950s um, to the 60s to talk about their writing lives, their journeys towards becoming writers, the obstacles, the, the challenges, the achievements. Um, and these are, um, you know, poets, playwrights, novelists, essayists. And what's lovely about the event will be that Ailish will be joined by Celia Dufresne and Phil um, Herbert, who've also contributed essays. And alongside that, there will be readings from the writing of these three writers as well. Each of the writers is going to choose an excerpt from one of their stories or their plays or poems, and they're going to be read by an actor. That actor is still to be decided because we're still deciding the pieces they will read. But that will be really special because you'll get a great conversation from these three writers, but you'll also get marvellous readings of a huge variety of writing. And um, I know anybody who will be coming along to that will be really well entered. You know, there's all sorts of stories about overcoming obstacles, but also it's a celebration of these three writers and the other writers, of course, in the book about how central women's writing now has become. It has eventually become part of the literary story of Ireland. And um, it's Um, a great time to have written the book and get it out there. Yeah. And uh, Flora McCarthy's the president, it will also be at at Leaves as well. Just before we finish up, because there's such a variety of, I mean, there's so many ways that we can use words uh, just to mention some of the theatre events, Eden by Eugene O'Brien, who was with us very recently on the programme, that is going to be on um, as well. That's right. The the, the the astounding play Eden, um, which has has really been a huge huge success. I mean, it has been produced so so often. I mean, it's it's that story of um, told in in monologues. The man and the woman who um, are in a relationship, but it's very broken. Um, disjointed relationship that's decadent theatre the wonderful company um they will be there again look that up on the lee's website and the donna may's website and uh, yeah get your ticket because it's about a 90 minute play but boy does it move you um it's ordinary life dramatized wonderfully the loneliness of people um they're they're in their early in their early middle years this pair um and they do not once talk to each other on the play but but they mm. are really trying to communicate with each other it's wonderful and I'm really looking forward to seeing this production myself. I haven't seen it yet, but I have seen many a production of it. But it's one of those plays that you're always excited to see 
who's going to be in it, how is it going to be done. And um, yeah, it, sh- it gets you the shivers every it time does, in a wonderful, wonderful yeah. way. Yeah, that side yeah, by side really um, way of looking at things. Um, yes. Gina, thank you so much for talking to us. There are lots of other things we could have mentioned tonight. Carolee Doherty will be speaking. You'll have Philip O'Callaghan chatting to Enda Wiley, a short story writer and a poet. That is going to be a fantastic event. Um, yes, and just Pauline Clooney, whose new book, Charlotte and Arthur, based on, on um, Charlotte Bronte and her husband on their honeymoon in Ireland. But alongside her in conversation is Marianne Lee, who wrote A Quiet Tide, a Tullamore Woman. So we've... Port Leash meets Tullamore meets Kildare all the, the the counties of the Midlands coming together with great great storytelling that will be very special with Pauline Clooney and Marianne Lee on the Sunday morning the sort of the finale of the festival and there'll be music in that as well and that's at noon on Sunday the 7th of November that's one just to to get a good mention I think it'll be a lovely event too It is and it's, it's a wonderful link for us because Dunmace Theatre have given us uh, a pair of tickets to that event and um, afternoon or Sunday brunch as well for, for two uh, as a little giveaway we'll be talking about that a little bit after the break how people can put themselves in the mix to win that but in the meantime Cleon and Ian Loon thank you for that and thank you for the work in putting together um, a new kind of a leaves I suppose for the new times that we're in which is which is wonderful and, and thanks for chatting to us on the programme Thank evening. you very much Claire Thanks thank a lot you. Thank thanks you and that is Cleona Nian Lewin, who is the guest curator this year for the Leaves Festival. And all of the details, leavesfestival.ie uh, forward slash programme will give you everything there. And it really is a super programme with terrific choice and a way, I suppose, to, to hunker down for for a reading uh, literary weekend, if that is something that you have been missing over the last while. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll be chatting to Pauline Clooney about that uh, event that is happening. You can win a pair of tickets to go along too and we'll, and also you can have your brunch in Café Latte as well if you're lucky. Stay tuned to Encore on Midlands 103 and we'll tell you how it's going to happen. Stay with us. Midlands 103 Still to come on the programme we will have Emer Dunn ahead of her album launch and her gig tomorrow night. It's great to be having live music again, isn't it? Um, and she'll be chatting to us and we'll be hearing a little bit of music from her. But in the meantime, um, we told you a little bit earlier on, you'll have an opportunity to win a pair of tickets to go to one of the Leaves Festival events. And that is taking place on the Sunday at uh, noon. And as part of that prize, we're going to give you also, courtesy of Donna Mace, um, a Sunday brunch for two. The event that is happening features, uh, as you heard just before the break there, courtesy of Cleonini Anloon, it is Pauline Clooney speaking to Marianne Lee. And uh, Pauline joins me on the line. Pauline, you're welcome to Encore. It's good to have you back. Thank you very much, Claire. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. I, I have to ask you, first of all, about wedding cake. Tell me about the wedding cake. I know. Um, when when you rang earlier, um, I was making a wedding cake. Well, now when I say wedding cake, it's really a just slightly upgraded tea brack that's round <laughs> <laughs> instead of rectangular and, and and iced. And and that's for the official launch is tomorrow night um, for Charlotte and Arthur the book. And because it starts with the wedding, I kind of thought I should look at you'd have to have a wedding cake. Uh, so tell me about Charlotte and Arthur, because there are people in Offaly who are very familiar with the story of Charlotte and Arthur and their time in County Offaly. But you have taken the the facts 
and let your imagination go with them. So maybe start by telling us a little bit about what we definitely know and then the moment or the springboard that takes you from fact into fiction. Yeah. Um, so I suppose what we know as regards they, they well, we know the, about the wedding, but what we know about the honeymoon in particular is from just um, six letters that survived that Charlotte wrote from Ireland um, on the honeymoon um, from the various places that she went. And she does give a fairly um, comprehensive account of, you know, from when they left Howarth and went to Keighley and through um, Wales, across um, from Hollyhead, then to Kingstown, as it was at the time, and then um, from Dublin down to Banagher. And from Banagher, then they, they headed over west, spent some time in Kilkee, which was one of the most, um, the more famous, um, as it was called, watering places uh-huh. in Ireland or what we now call seaside um, towns. And then they went, they headed down after that, after Clare, down to Kerry and Cork and then back to Dublin. So um, so we we did, you know, know about the, the itinerary um, of the, the honeymoon. I suppose what we we don't know is necessarily where they they stayed we know some of the places but not all of them mm-hmm. um where they stayed and um yeah and after that like the people they met um obviously uh, arthur's family in banagher um they 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 met them and they stayed there for about a week so what i did then was i just reimagined um you know the the conversations they you know what 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 they did on the on a daily basis, um, and I, I mean the the research beforehand. I kind of I I researched it before I started writing it, um, and then when I was happy, because I knew I was going to write it from Charlotte's point of view. So once I was happy that I had a version of her that you know was approaching kind of what um, what I believed could have been Charlotte Bronte and what she was what she was like. Um, I, I started the writing the, uh, of it, and, and the writing of it then um, was mostly during lockdown. Um, to be honest, you know, it, it, once, once kind of the research was done, um, the writing happened, I suppose, fairly quickly. And and did you feel that it was easy to get a sense of of a voice for for one of those extraordinary writers um, through the yeah. letters and through the characters that she created, particularly the voice of Jane Eyre, which is such such an extraordinary, unique and powerful, powerful voice. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of controversy and there was at the time, um, you know, the subtitle of Jane Eyre is an autobiography. Um, you know, so, the, you know, Charlotte, even more so than the other two writers in the family, Emily and Anne, Charlotte's work is, particularly drawn from from life you know not just Jane Eyre but even her other novels um Shirley um, Vallette oh, and the posthumously um the professor you know so she's she's drawing from life and from I mean she's she's they're all magpies in so far as they draw from literature a lot as well like they were very well read um young adults um and children as well you know and because there was you know um, literature coming into the, the parsonage, but mostly because they were members of the local library, the so, travelling library. Yeah. Um, so they were voracious readers and they drew on literature um, quite a lot. But I think, you know, in terms of you asked me about the Charlotte's voice and, and mm. that, I think 
and most of that is the letters that we have. I mean, we have three volumes of letters that were edited by Margaret Smith um, from, on, on Charlotte, you know, from 1829 up to her death okay. in 1855. And really, it's through reading those, and particularly her correspondence with her, her school friend, Ellen Nussey, that you really get a good insight into the changing Charlotte as well over the years. So I drew heavily on not just the six letters from the honeymoon, but all of those volumes of letters. And because it's a honeymoon story, is it a love story? Does, is it a real love story? I think it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it is because I don't think it was, a, you know, it wasn't, it didn't start off as, um, a love match uh, from Charlotte's point of view. It certainly did from Arthur, but from her point of view, it didn't. But what is really obvious is the the change in tone in her letters um, in reference to Arthur before and after the honeymoon. Okay. Um, you know, it's significantly different. And she says, you know, such lovely, poignant things um, afterwards about, you know, his kindness. And, um, and I, th- I think she... I think she really does fall in love with him in in so far as Charlotte Bronte was capable of falling in love. Yeah, because um, I haven't read the letters, but Jane Eyre is quite a, she's quite an austere character in lots of ways. Um, passionate in her own yeah. way, but but very reserved, too. Yeah, reserved. Yes, reserved. And I think, you know, she's and Charlotte Bronte, she's, there's no nonsense about her, you no. know. Um, you know, she's she's not necessarily a romantic. She's quite a practical person, but she there is a humanity there as well. Um, of course, she's, you know, she would have been um, religious, and also she loved a good debate. Um, you know, she kept up to date with the politics of the time as well. But yeah, I think there there is, you know, what you see in Jane Eyre and, you know, what you read in the letters is she was very witty and, and actually very funny um as well and yes. quite sharp and, you know, didn't kind of take fools um too lightly. Um, you know, so you didn't want to be on the wrong side no. of Charlotte Bronte. <laughs> so the launch is tomorrow. Uh, are you looking forward to the event in um Port Leash then finally? The, the the leaves event, yes, yeah. I really am. It's just it's going to be it's it's lovely to be in Port Leash. It's lovely to be in the Dunamis, um, as well. Um, you know, and I'm very I'm very honoured to have been asked to do it, and I'm really looking forward as well to meeting Marion Lee, who wrote A Quiet Tide because of the subject matter of her book. Um, you know, is Ellen Hutchins, who was a botanist in the early 19th century. And, and the the funny thing is that I nearly included her in the book, but, but only because when I read about Ellen Hutchins, she's very Bronte-like in some ways. Now, maybe Marion will disagree with me, but I always thought she was like an Emily Bronte, you know, this woman um, oh, right. who, you know, was an outdoorsy type um, and down in Glengariff or um, Ballylicky, I think, in, yeah. in Cork. So I'm really looking forward to meeting Marion and having a conversation, um, you know, about how she went about her her, her research um, for the book so that we can okay. compare notes. So the, the book is called Charlotte and Arthur. The event is on Sunday, the 7th of November. We have a pair of tickets to that event at 12 o'clock. And 
brunch for two beforehand. If you want to be in with a chance to win those two tickets and your 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 brunch on Sunday morning, the 7th of November, um, text us in to 083 30 10 103 the name the first name of the man that Charlotte married and I've just told you because it's in the title of the book um, and um, Pauline thank you very much for talking to us tonight about that. just remind me what was the name of the book again <laughs> it's called Charlotte and Arthur Charlotte and Arthur is it Charlotte and Arthur thank you so much for chatting to us and um, you're welcome I hope you're going to have two guests in the audience who were listening in tonight and uh, we'll, we'll be there on a full tummy um, Pauline Cooney thanks so much for chatting to us and I'll let you back to, to making the buns and icing the cake it's great to talk thanks, to you thanks Claire it's Take a pleasure care. Take care. And that is Pauline Clooney. 083 if you can text in the name of um, Charlotte Bronte's husband. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll have a little bit of music and we'll be chatting to Emer Dunn. Stay with us. Still have a very short little while to enter our competition on 083301103. We have entries coming in from all over the Midlands for a pair of tickets to hear Pauline Clooney in conversation on Sunday the 7th of November at the Dunham Ace and your Sunday brunch beforehand. The launch is for her, the event is for her book, um, Arthur, uh, Charlotte and George, Charlotte and Arthur, pardon me, um, and it's about their honeymoon. So if you want to text in the name of Charlotte Bronte's husband um, to 0330 we will pop you in the draw. But first of all, uh, before we announce any winners, tomorrow night is a very special event happening in Mount Melick because Emer Dunn is launching her album. It's called Hourglass and the launch it will be by George Fury of the Furies Band and Emer will be singing herself, which is fantastic. You'd be delighted to be back on the stage, Emer, won't you? I am. I'm very excited. Hi, Claire. <laughs> Hi, you're welcome to the programme. Um, this is an album that has been waiting a long time to get out into the into the open, hasn't it? Oh, stop. I'm working on it about five years. Yeah, so it, it obviously it has been delayed. Um, so it has, it's so exciting. You know, it seems so far away and I didn't know if I was ever going to get to this point and now suddenly I'm here and it's tomorrow and tomorrow night. So it's very exciting, yeah. Tell us what is happening in the Community Arts Centre in that beautiful, fabulous, big downstairs auditorium. There's loads of room. There'll be lots of social distancing. What will Absolutely. be happening? Well, that was very important to me. I This is actually a launch that was uh, decided on just in the last few uh, few weeks <laughs> um, because I wanted to mark it in some way. And obviously, my I'm very conscious of keeping people safe and maybe making people feel comfortable. So the downstairs of the theatre is so big and spacious and everybody can feel comfortable to attend and sit apart, you know. Um, and I'm really, really excited because we will have the launch by George Fury of the Furies and I'm a huge Furies fan. I grew up with the Furies music and it's actually the last gig that I did was open for the Furies um, back in 2020. So it's such an honour to have George come along and uh, we'll both be singing some songs um, as well. We won't have a full band, but we will have music and be playing some some tracks together as well. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I hope people will feel free to come along. You know, it's it's free entry. There's no entry and um, just CDs available if people would like to purchase them. And um, I'm hoping everyone will come out and support it. 
And I hope they do too. Imer, thanks a million for telling us about it. It's on, the doors are open at half seven in Mount Malik Arts Centre and the event is on at eight o'clock and yourself and George Fiori, as you say, will be performing some of the songs from the album Hourglass and an opportunity for people to get the album as well. Thanks so much for talking to us and best of luck with the launch. I hope it's wonderful. Um, thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. Mary in Killy, I'll be on to chat to you a little bit later on this evening because you will be going along to hear Pauline Clooney at the, the Dunamace Theatre on the 7th of November. Leavesfestival.ie has details for everybody else. The great Joe Cooney is in the building and will be here uh, after the news at eight o'clock. I'll be back in this seat next week. We'll be talking to a poetic postman and we'll be catching up with some young people from the Midlands who have had their work published in Paper Lanterns. Until then... Take care of yourself. Good night.